Welcome to the No Fluff Small Business Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Sam DiNicola, owner of the digital marketing agency, Sam DiNicola Digital, and coach for entrepreneurs looking to start and grow their own small businesses. This podcast is for anyone who wants to market their business effectively without huge budgets, massive teams, or burnout and overwhelm. I'll be cutting through all of the noise to give you straightforward and actionable tips so you can apply my knowledge and expertise in your small business. I truly believe that anyone can start and grow a business. So if you're ready to set aside the excuses and the fear and to start making the moves you need to be able to successfully promote your small business, keep listening. All right, let's get started with no fluff. Okay, today I want to talk about market research. This is something that I know I have talked about in the past, but so, so many business owners are not doing market research and then they're creating products and services that tank, that do not sell, and they wonder why. You have to do market research. I don't care that you think your product or service is a great idea. I don't care that you think it's going to be so helpful and people are going to love it. I don't care. Guess what? The market doesn't care either, right? You have got to be doing market research because literally just taking a little bit of time to do market research when you're building a new business, when you're creating a new product, service, or package is going to pay dividends in the future. Doing market research is gonna enable you to answer questions like, what should I charge? What should the price point for this be? Do people want this thing, right? How should I talk about this thing that's gonna help it to sell, right? How do I talk about the value of this thing, right? Who wants this thing? Who would buy this thing? How can I connect with the people that buy this thing? Where can I connect with the people that buy this thing? Those are like just a couple of questions that you can answer with market research, but they're huge. They're the only questions that matter, right? But so many people don't actually do market research. You think you're doing market research, but you're really not. So there's a couple of components to market research that are going to be the most impactful for you. The first and easiest thing is going to be doing a competitive analysis. So this is going to be looking up your peers, people who are offering similar products and services, check them out, their website. How are they talking about the thing that they're selling, right? Who does it seem like they're targeting? What are their price points? All of those things. You want to look at it at least three to five of those, right? Probably more on the five side because this is a really easy thing to do, right? Make sure when you're doing this competitive analysis, you're looking at people who are delivering a product or service at a similar level as you. What I mean by that is if you are a social media manager and you've really just started out and you're doing it and you're learning and you're good and you are delivering you know, value to your clients or you know you can d- deliver value to clients, don't do a competitive analysis based on an agency that's been around for 10 years Don't do a competitive analysis around somebody who's been offering social media forever and who's extremely excellent at it. 
if you have a, so don't do competitive analysis on someone who's offering within that social media management package, things that you're not prepared to offer, video editing, things like that, right? Because that's not your direct competitor. Yes, they're offering something that's similar, but they're not your direct competitor. Cause I guarantee that person or that entity, that business is commanding a higher price point than you're going to be able to command. That's not a bad thing. It's just the truth, right? So when you're doing a competitive analysis, you can look at those people a hundred percent, right? Because that, that's something to reach for. That's something to work towards, but your direct competitors are going to be people who are delivering a similar product or service at a similar level as you, right? And who are offering that product or service to a similar target audience. Service-based business owners who are offering services to other businesses, B2B, instead of direct-to-consumers, B2C, a lot of times they can charge more because other businesses have a higher budget than a single person would have. So these are all things to keep in mind, right? Keep in mind who's your target audience and find people who are similar, who are targeting other people who are similar, right? Once you do your competitive analysis, get a good handle for that. How are they talking about their product or service? What do their packages look like? What do their packages include? What's the price structure? All of that kind of stuff, right? Next, reach out to your network and really pay attention to people in your network. What are not only similar people in that space offering, but what are there any of your target customers in your network? And are they talking about what they need? Are they talking about their pain points, right? Just kind of, this is like lurking, right? All of this that's happened so far is all online. You're, you haven't even talked to a real person yet, right? You haven't talked to a real person. You... Next, after you've done these things, now it's time to talk to real people. And I know this is the step that a lot of people skip because you don't want to talk to a real person or you don't know how to get on the phone with a real person. But getting on some phone calls is going to pay dividends in the future. It's going to be so, so impactful for your business because you get so much value from those conversations. When I'm doing market research, what I like to do is I like to try and get on calls with two different types of people. One is your target customer. The other is your competitors or peers in your space. Okay, so let's talk about the second one really quick. Competitors or peers in your space. So if you can get on a call with someone who is offering a similar product or service as you at a similar, you know, service level similar price point to what you're thinking about maybe. If you can get on a call with a couple of those people, amazing. Some of those people won't want to, right? Because they're like, oh, you're the competition. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to give you all that information. That's fine. There's still going to be people who are willing to do it, right? You can also get on calls with people who are, or businesses who are offering a similar product and service to you, but it might be at a higher level, a higher service level offering. So it might be someone who started their business and has been offering that thing for 10 years already right? But you can still get on a call with them because guess what? Everybody started somewhere and they can give you a lot of help and information around that, right? They can, might even give you some advice around that, okay? But we really want to communicate to those people that we really value their time and we really value their feedback. And that's the key here. 
is really showing that value and that appreciation. So how do we do that? And again, some some people out there are not going to be willing to do this for you. They're not going to be willing to help you. And that's okay. We want to look for the people who are willing to help, who are willing to give us that value, right? And we want to offer something for them that really shows them, I value your time. First of all, you're going to make these calls 15, 20 minutes max. Any longer than that, it's just not acceptable. It's not valuing their time, right? They're doing this for you. They don't need to do this for you. It's a favor, right? Second, what I typically do is I offer to buy them a coffee. So I'll either send them like a $10 digital Starbucks gift card or maybe a $10 Amazon gift card, whatever. This just, it's a, it's an extra indication of like, wow, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, right? Ask around, try and get on three to five of those calls, 15 to 20 minutes. That's it. Next, your target customer calls. Okay, so you wanna identify who's a target customer, ask them to get on those calls. You can either give them that, you know, digital gift card for a coffee or $10, you know, Amazon gift card could be 15, it's up to you. Or you can offer them something for free. So if you're a social media manager, you might offer them a, a free social media audit in exchange for this call or a few templates that they can use, something that they would find valuable, right? Something that they would get value out of getting for free. And this is not just something you're giving out anyone for free. You can't offer them your lead magnet that anybody can go to your website and get for free, right? There's something that needs to be of value there. If you don't have that thing, if you're not sure what that thing could be, offer that gift card, right? Easy, not a big deal. There's gonna be some people that are like, no, I can't do it. That's okay, right? you will find people who will be willing to do it, okay? Three to five of these calls, 15 to 20 minutes, max, that's it. You, and this is, this is key here, you will not pitch them at the end of these calls because they are getting on these calls purely as, this is market research, I wanna ask you some questions, you know, I'm trying to find out some information so I can really form, formulate my packages, my pricing, all that good stuff, right? If you then pitch them at the end of this call, you are totally breaking their trust, right? They did not come onto this call to be sold to. You will sometimes end a market research call and someone will want to work with you, will ask how they can work with you. I really recommend saying like, yes, 100% we can do that. Let's schedule a discovery call, a separate discovery call, specifically where you can talk about that. This call is truncated, 15, 20 minutes, very specific. You're asking questions. You're offering something in return as a thank you. You are not pitching them in any way. I can't, I cannot stress that enough. If you pitch them, you are signaling to them that you are completely disingenuous. And that's so, so key, right? When you get on these calls, make sure you prepare questions ahead of time as well. Again, this is indicating to them that you really value your, their time, okay? You are preparing questions around what are their problems? What are the problems they're looking for solutions on? How would your product or service benefit them, right? Is there anything, you know, and you can even give them an example of what you want to offer. Is there anything within that product or that service or that package that they might not really find that useful? Or is there anything that would kind of be missing that they'd like to see in that package, right? Really dig into what's the, what are their needs? What's the problem? How can you solve that problem via your product or service, right? How can you help them? How can you make their life easier? What do they really want around that, right? 
ask them about pricing and you could say, so for this type of package, you know, what would you be willing to pay for this type of package? Or, um, you know, of these different price points, what would you be looking at for pricing, right? Ask around pricing, make sure you ask about your pricing. This is the time to do it, right? When you're having these conversations, ask if you can either record the call or take very, very diligent notes as well, because you really want to pay attention to the words that they're using and how they're describing these things, because you can then go and use that in your copy, in your content, and you can get really great content ideas and even, you know, digital product or informational product ideas out of that because it's like coming straight from the horse's mouth, right? They're telling you, they're communicating to you what they need, right? And how they describe what they need. A lot of times as business owners, we know that they need this thing over here, but that's not how they identify it. They actually identify it as this thing over here. So in your content, if you're always talking about thing A, but that's not what they identify as the the solution to the problem, they identify thing B as the solution to the problem. Don't talk about thing A. We don't care about thing A. They don't care about thing A, even though you know they need that A thing, right? Talk about thing B, because then they're gonna really say, oh, wow, she's in my head. She really knows what I'm struggling with. She knows what I need, right? And then you can talk through, okay, well, you actually really need this thing over here, right? But that's further along in the, in the purchasing process, in the conversation. This is really, this process, if you go through this market research process and you do all these things, you are going to have so much information that you are able to use to make so many decisions and like information back decisions. You're not just pulling your pricing out of the air, right? You're not just pulling your packages out of the air. You've actually talked to people. You've actually figured out what they needed and you're able to provide that no more, no less, right? And you're able to use their words and solve their problems as they've identified them, right? So this has huge impacts for your business, but it's something that a lot of people, because they don't want to get on that phone call, they don't want to talk to people or they don't know how to get on that phone call. They don't know what to ask in that phone call. They're not having this wealth of information because they're not doing that market research. So that is just take some time, do that market research, and it is going to make a huge, huge, huge difference in your business. I hope this is really, really helpful. If you have any questions around how to do market research for your business, definitely hit me up. I'm on Instagram, sam.dinicola. That's S-A-M dot D-I-N-I-C-O-L-A. If you are struggling to figure out how to do these things and you really just want someone to be able to hold your hand and walk you through how to do these things, or you've done some market research, but you're really struggling to understand what all that information is telling you, you probably want to book a digital strategy intensive. That's our 90 minute call where we deep dive into answering all of your questions and you get a really specific actionable plan, action plan after that call so that you can move forward and know exactly what you need to do to move forward. So you can find out more about the digital strategy intensive and book yours at sam.dinicola, or excuse me, samdinicoladigital.com, samdinicoladigital.com. 
And if you found this episode helpful, if you've been enjoying, been enjoying the No Fluff Small Business Simplified podcast, definitely go and leave a review. Every single month, we are selecting one lucky reviewer to win a free coaching call with me. So if you are really wondering how you can do market research, but you don't have the budget to book a digital strategy intensive, what are you doing? Go leave a review on this podcast right now and you will be entered for a chance to get a free call, right? Why wouldn't you do that? You're literally leaving money on the table right there. So if you haven't already, make sure you go leave a review and I will see you next time on No Fluff Small Business Simplified.